everybody, it's me, Mr. Creepypasta, and welcome to the Dungeon Runners Podcast. Once again, this is a very special episode of the Dungeon Runners Podcast, which all of you will be happy to know about. Um, we're running the Dungeon Runners and Dragons Podcast. We're going to be playing Dungeons and Dragons on this episode of the Dungeon Runners Podcast. And this time, we have four people instead of three, which is wonderfully odd. I'm here with Matt. Yeah. Jen. Hey. The ever-lovable Barnabas Demos. Ugh. <laughs> the, uh, and today we're finally doing what I said we were going to do two weeks ago that we didn't do. We're playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <gasps> we're playing Dungeons and, and Dragons on a podcast called Dungeon Hunters? Are you fucking crazy? It's only dungeon? taken us three and a half years to actually get to the dungeon. <laughs> I always wondered why you guys were named this. Well, I mean, the idea, the aesthetic is that we're all have discussing life like in, in a mild reprieve in a dungeon, right? Yeah. Really? I just thought that it was an uh, age-old uh, callback to an old Skype channel. You know what, Barnabas? I'm going to push your face out of the <laughs> mic because we'll talk about that at some other point in our lives. <laughs> all right, no. everybody. Welcome to the Dungeons & Dragons game where we don't play. We all just reminisce about the secret world. The- <laughs> no, not again. Not again. Anyways, fuck. Look. Spike, yes. set the okay. scene. Before the creation of the world Scar, the world was divided into the domain of gods. The Spark, Leviathan, the Titan... Uh, the Phoenix, the Ifrit, the Shiva, each rules their respective section of the planet in perpetual war with one another. Then came the meteor, a rock from beyond the sky tore a trench through the world and opened the world scar. From it flowed magic unimaginable, magic very similar to that of the gods. With the secret of power revealed, the gods withdrew themselves from the world, and in their place, the great king Talon founded the city of New Elevation, a suspended city over the world scar that claimed the newfound spring of power for man and not for the gods. King Talon united societies around the globe and brought about a new age of peace. However, as many years have passed since the time of the world scar, the magic that once flowed from the crater slowed to a trickle and finally it stopped altogether. And with it, King Talon's life slowed to a stop. His sons, Godric and Edwin, were left with the burden of the throne and embarked on their adventure to find the strength of their father. When they returned to a new elevation, Godric, the wiser and magically powerful, took the throne with no argument from his brother. King Godric enacted questionable laws, and from that point, the city of New Elevation held the rest of the world much tighter. As an outcry came for change, King Godric told the people of his journey into the caverns below New Elevation, and that at the end of that labyrinth was a single wish that was left in the power of the planet. He invited those champions from every region throughout his kingdom of the world to celebrate his coronation every year by competing in a tournament known as the Gauntlet, to be held just below New Elevation. He who is strong enough to reach that wish may enact any change in the world that he or she would desire. You, each one of you, Matt, Barnabas, and General, are uh, one of these such champions. And you find yourselves in this very dark, uh, this kind of dark waiting room. In front of you are these massive wooden gates that lead out towards the arena. A small slit of light comes flooding through, and you can kind of see the dust that moves in and out of the way of the light. And it just gives you enough to be able to see each other. And beyond the gates, you can hear the cheering of the crowd begging the uh, the event to go underway. Uh, what does each of you guys kind of look like? Because even I don't know that. <laughs> Where do you want to start? Let's start with uh, the strongest of all of you. Oh, that's me. Right. Sure. I am. Imagine just like a bit of a basement dweller. He's a bit of. He's got greasy hair. Bit of pimples going on. He's. Uh, you know. He's. He's trying, but not trying too hard. Greasy <clears throat> face. He looks like he shouldn't be there. <laughs> I hate him already. 
Okay. And he is. What's your, what's your name? His name? My name's Guy. Guy Jim. God. 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 <laughs> <laughs> wow. I saw the name ahead of time and I didn't I put didn't that together. Either. I just saw Jin. I... <laughs> <laughs> That's why originally I, I called him Jin Guy because I didn't want it to be obvious. Oh, Guy Jin. I, uh, he's got the, he's got like Max an appreciation for Japanese culture. Like Jin. anyone, like he doesn't just like Japan for the anime. He likes it for the way the the people, the food, the, the, the way they are. And with a loud thump, the door, one of the large doors comes falling inward directly on top of Gaijin, leaving the other two alive. <laughs> Gaijin not strong enough to move the door by himself. Trapped there forever. Let's move down the list alphabetically. Barmus, you're next. Oh, that is alphabetically. Well, it's a uh, short goblin with fabulous white hair. Um, judging by his weight, uh, you don't you don't ask. And judging by his age, that's none of your damn business. His <laughs> eyes are a pomegranate red with touches of gold and pink, and a little bit of a chartreuse around the edges. His skin is green and perfectly moisturized. He's uh, dressed in a long overcoat that's every color of the rainbow with a big fur uh, bolero that is also every color of the rainbow. He has on shades uh, that are flipped up. Uh, They are pink with little frilly uh, spines coming off of them. And he has a fan that he's vigorously utilizing at the moment. As he stares at Guy Jin with a very, very disgusted look. <laughs> His name is Carlo Largix, the queen of wherever this place is. Oh my, quite a description of the fellow. <laughs> Christ almighty. Okay. And uh, Jen, who, who are you? Hey, uh, born from a average family in an inconspicuous town from a place of nowhere particular is a overall average man brown hair two eyes brown as well leather straps on his leather armor overall dull average height 510 average age 25 his name is john strong and he's looking for a challenge nice all of you can hear um uh, like as the crowd uh, outside of the doors uh, is still chanting, each of you can actually pick up on the uh, the cheers from from people who've come from your respective regions as well, calling out the names of their champion and demanding the um, uh, demanding that the event start. And all of a sudden, you hear blaring, uh, you hear the sounds of blaring trumpets, and the doors, the uh, large beam that holds them shut, being lifted off of it, and the doors <laughs> pull open. Um, the light from outside is blinding, um, but as you step out, you can see sunlight is coming from underneath the large plate that's held above you, the city of New Elevation, and the cheers erupt uh, as all three of you come walking out into the center of this massive Coliseum arena. Carlo is walking out as if, damn right, this is exactly what he expects, because he is the majesty. Can I, like, throw some? So I I haven't got a katana, but I've always wanted a katana. My mom just wouldn't let me have one, but I got a rapier. And can I just do some cool katana poses with it? Like, ah, ah. I just want to entertain the crowd. Can I, can I do a performance check though? Can I just like actually perform to the crowd? I want sure, to show yes, off my favorite jutsus. 
Okay. I roll. Oh, I got advantage. Ignore that. But I rolled a no, 17. The first one. Okay. So, uh, as you're doing off your cool katana poses, you can feel like the sweat, like your face kind of gets hot because you know you're doing something that you don't normally do in front of like a large crowd of people. Oh, yeah, dude. You can feel like the sweat going down, but you give like the best performance possible. And you can hear like, um, you can hear the section of the crowd that, that uh, comes from your region is all standing up and cheering for you. And with each pose, you can kind of hear all of them ha along with you. <sighs> Yeah, throw in some extra karate kicks too. <laughs> I'm just gonna come up the back. I'm gonna look look out of the crowd and hope I can see my my darling family and my my neighbors and my my neighbor's dog. Perception check. Wow. I'm, I don't know if I can see them. Your but perception check. I hope quick. I could. Let's see. You scan the crowd. Unfortunately, like too many people have shown up from your region, but you know in 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 spirit that they they're there, even though you don't see them. Uh they all just blend into the crowd, much like I do. Oh, do you come from an uh? An area of goblins, or are you just are you just the queen goblin from from where you? <laughs> he uh, so Carlo comes from an area of goblins, you know, swamps, marshes. However, he uh, he left that life when he realized that it really cramped with his style and really fucked up his hair. Understood, um, and uh, made a name for himself as a uh, as a speaker and bard of sorts with a proper way to. Uh, get under people's skin in the cities. And so he just expects everyone's here to love him. It doesn't matter who they are. It could be uh, Gaijin's people, or it could be uh, John's people. It doesn't matter. Everyone's here for him. They, they, they are all and he blows them all kisses one by one by one. And also pulls out, a, pulls out a small handkerchief and uses it to wave at people. <laughs> Jesus. Um, the crowd begins to go silent from one end, from the far end of the, uh, from the far end of the arena. That's where you can all notice that there is, uh, a raised platform above where, uh, where the others are seated in, like this large bold dome. At this, uh, platform, a man in a red robe is, um, being led towards his seat. Very frail old man, and the crowd begins to hush around him as they all notice him. As he takes his seat, um, someone carrying the crown for him holds it, in, holds it before him. He lifts it and places it on top of his head. This is King, uh, this is King Godwin, Godric. King Godric uh, holds up his hand for just a moment, and the crowd once again begins to cheer for him. Oh, although everyone can tell, uh, and and all of you can tell, uh, not nearly as loud as they were all cheering for you. Yeah. The king, as he lowers his hand, everyone's cheers begins to die down, and he calls out, and his voice projected magically to everyone, and you would carry down towards the arena where you all are. You can hear him say, Thank you for coming once again to this wonderful event, this incredible sport, to see our champions compete for the one single wish at the end of the gauntlet. He has a somewhat of a, a laugh towards the end there, and the goat breaks off into somewhat of a cough, and like the, the man next to him begins patting his back for he returns to uh turns to his speech he says and to each of you gesturing to you you all in the bowl i have set a gift and with the wave of his hand and this kind of blink of of uh light and what appears to be some kind of powder these uh no four pillars appear around the bowl on the edges on top of each of the pillars is a single chest one of them incredibly ornate with gold and jewels and a uh a golden chain that seems to be wrapped around it. One of them is solid wood, just a solid wood block that appears to have like one iron band that goes along the middle. Um, another one is your traditional type of uh, treasure chest that you'd see in any kind of dungeon. 
and the uh, the last one appears to be a very plush looking box. Uh, no visible locks or anything, but it all seems to be made along like this velvet across the top of it. All different kinds of red. It could almost be like an ottoman. And of course, for all of you, he gestures to the uh, to the crowd. Before we begin the gauntlet, as it were, I have a gift from the far reaches of my kingdom. And as he raises his hand once again. The golden dust materializes into the center of the arena, and this large, blue, hulking uh, being uh, begins to materialize. His hands chain to the ground, but like his muscles begin bulging as he's roaring and pulling the chains in either direction. It appears that they won't be able to hold for long. The old man takes his seat. As soon as this uh, creature materializes, the crowd begins to erupt in cheers. And um, anyone who glances out towards their towards the people from their regions can definitely see them all cheering you on um, in encouragement. At this current moment, there is no initiative, but it doesn't appear like you'll be stuck there for long. I like to immediately dash towards one of the treasure chests. It is held up about 20 feet off the ground on top of one of these pillars. I want to go for the the plain-looking box, the wood wood box. So you're going to cut off towards the one that's a plain-looking box. Um, You begin rushing off there, and it's going to be a little bit of a, either bit of a climb, or you're going to have to do, uh, you're not just going to be able to jump up 20 feet to be able to grab it, you know? All right. I'm going to, um, if I can, I want to take, I can't tell, can, can I tell from here if the box looks like it's uh, uh, like bolted down onto the pillar? Uh, you're, you're going after the one that looks like a regular treasure chest? Yes. Uh, no, it doesn't appear to be bolted down at all. All right. I want to take a shot at it with my longbow. Okay. And roll for your, roll for your all right. shot. I pray to the gods that I'll hit this. And I roll a total of seven. Oh my gosh. So um, you fire towards it. You're at somewhat of a difficult angle because you run right up towards the pillar. You fire straight up. The um, arrow misses the uh, box entirely and appears to almost be going toward the crowd before it seems to be hitting against this glowing green magical barrier that keeps uh, that's keeping the crowd safe. Shit, why do I even have this? Uh, if, if I can, uh, I want to see if I, there, I can uh, take hold of the pillar and try to climb it. Okay, give me an acrobatics. Damn it. Not athletics? Not an athletics, no. <laughs> oh, I rolled a total of 13. That's yeah. not that bad. So um, you leap from the ground up a couple of feet, and you do manage to kind of, like, wrap your arms around it, and just using pure, like, will and strength, you're kind of just holding yourself there, like you're shimmying up up a tree. You want to try going up a little bit higher? Give me another acrobatics. Hell yeah, I do. John Strong, don't give up to one challenge. John Strong. More acrobatics? Yes. Okay, here we go. All okay. right, rolled a total of You begin kind of like doing that, like a bear kind of climb, trying to shimmy your way up. Uh, and it feels like you're definitely making progress uh, as you're like, you can't really see yourself. You can't really look up or down with your face pressed against it. But uh, Maticus, or not Maticus, Jesus, uh, Gaijin, you're you're in a perfect angle to see as he's kind of shimmying his way up. He's actually sliding down the pillar. Uh, John, you actually kind of like realize this once your your feet hit the ground once again. Ah, I can't make this. Make With this. a snarl. Maybe one of you um, dexterous types. Everyone scan. hears a large crashing noise as the uh, one of the chains uh, gets pulled free on uh, the creature's hand in the center of the of the ring. Uh, both hands go towards the other chain and begin pulling. Carlo, um, very gingerly and with a bit of a swish and sway, sashays over towards uh, the pillar opposite from where John is, and he, he kind of the whole time he's giving side eye to the uh, the thing in the middle, like. Oh, well, that's a uh, big one, but uh, I think this is more important over here this time. Wouldn't you say, darlings, perhaps we should get rid of that before we try and, oh, I don't know, 
go for our loads too quickly. <laughs> I, your priorities are quite right. I know that. I'd like right. to take out. I would like to take out my hand axe and prepare for battle. Okay, you do um, so. And sheathing this this hand axe, uh, that's a a, a wonderful artifact uh, or a, this wonderful antique that's given to you from uh, from your people and holds a lot of significance culturally for you. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give it a little kiss on the top. <laughs> um, I like to think I'm still doing my my katana poses with rapier and doing like these karate kicks. <laughs> and as I'm walking past, did he materialize behind me? Uh, no, it would have been in front of you. Was it in front of me? So as yeah. I'm walking up, I'm like, cha, cha, but I don't seem to be stopping. And I'm just not. I'm like maintaining eye contact, and I just give out the most weaselish. Rah! Back down, or else I'll cut you down in my katana skills. Just roll your intimidation. Intimidation? Oh, golly. Or I'll turn you one. <laughs> Carlo fans himself very aggressively. So, ooh, oh my. That's Jesus. I take a step back saying, oh, this man's serious. Yeah. I, I, I don't relent. I'm still going, cha, cha, doing air kicks around him. The crowd even starts to die down a little bit. There's still murmurs and talking happening. It's very much like a dull war that's still happening. But the uh, the green beast that like once you're close enough to him, and everybody else can kind of notice this as well. This beast is standing about two feet taller than Gaijin than than Gaijin is. He's um got like these small white horns off the top of his head, yellow eyes, entirely blue skin. Stands that tall, but even like watching this spectacle, he's kind of like stopped pulling at his chains and just started watching. Gaijin as he's um, doing these katana moves and kicks around him. Not not sure if it's if it's fear that's holding at bay, but it's it's certainly some sort of interest. Uh, can I try talk to him? You, you can do whatever you want to do. I, I just like, what do you want? Air kick, air kick. He doesn't talk back. <laughs> Does he? Can I? Can I? Can my character do like a really terrible Japanese and go? Ha. Hajime, hajime mashta, watashi wa jin des. Roll your performance. Performance? Stop, stop talking, just roll. Yeah, performance. I got 12. Okay, so as soon as you start speaking Japanese-ish to this thing. Quotation marks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's been learning off of Rosetta Stone, so he's kind of bad. He's just like leans down towards you and just roars into your face and goes into a frenzy trying to tear this this chain free from the ground to reach out towards you. Luckily, you're just outside oh, of his reach, Lord. like with one hand. Um, Carlo, as he's watching this from behind his uh from behind his fan, just starts whispering very, very uh cutting words towards the um monster in the middle. Are you? Is it a rolling for something you're doing? Or you, okay. And cast yeah. dissonant, whis- uh, dissonant whispers towards him. Is that uh, Look how fat you are, and your skin is absolutely like an alligator. What the hell is wrong with you? Nobody likes you around here. Why are you even bothering? Look at you. You're, to- you're totally not good enough. You realize this, right? God. Is that auto hit? Is that, does that auto hit? Because I don't see any kind of save for it. I am double checking. Okay. Your, your character's so sassy. Wisdom saving. Wisdom saving throw. Yeah. <laughs> Let me, so it's wisdom save. What's your spell save, Deep? Oh, it doesn't matter. You didn't make it. So um, unsure about where this is coming from, uh, the uh, blue creature becomes like incredibly even, uh, like, like the, it's, uh, 
rage is just growing beyond the scale that it was. Looking in all different directions, unsure about where it came from, the only thing he can really focus on, once again, is Gaijin. Carlo continues to point at, Ga- at Gaijin. <laughs> what? The shattering of metal. Final cuff breaks, and the um, creature reaches out in your direction, uh, Gaijin. Everybody roll for initiative, please. Gaijin, look out. My hero. Oh, no. Carlo rolls a 20. Oh, damn. John Strong I've got rolls a 6. 8. That's a 7 minus 1. Oh, Lord. And the creature's got Jesus. 9. Oh, no. He comes before me. Oh, no. I'm right in front of him. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Carlo, <laughs> you are up first in initiative, my friend. Well, well, well. Looks like it got. It looks like I got to him. Well, as Mother always says, die, fatty. And he casts vicious mockery. <laughs> and while well, he's at it, yes, he uses his uh his College of Whispers ability and adds an additional three six points of psychic damage to the hit. It doesn't here <laughs> so unfortunately as you're whispering these words um the the creature seems to be so like caught up in just wanting to to hurt uh gaijin that it did the words go beyond it despite the even the uh, the magic you have imbued into them well i've done all i can <laughs> help me the blue creature reaches out with its hand that's easily this um easily the size of your face and uh attempts to uh it tends to claw you across the center of your body. Feelings. What's your AC? Uh, I, my AC is 15, and I've got 32 hit points. Why is your AC so high? I'm a, You're not wearing I'm any armor, really right terrible rogue. He's a rogue. Okay. A rogue. <laughs> so the um, claw comes crashing down in front of you and deals you five damage. Five damage? Ooh, five oh, damage. Okay. So, took a little bit of a hit, boys. The uh, the creature uh, roars, and as it does so, you can feel like the the pillars themselves and the uh, the ground beneath you uh, shaking. What kind of uh, what, what you got for me then, Gaijin? Okay, I I start muttering and I say, "I'm sorry, master. I must go all out just this once." And I start doing some like wicked Naruto hand signs, and then. I touch it on the rapier as if it's like doing something to it, but it's clearly not. It's I, I'm not gonna lie, guys. I've got no magic. I just I just want to do jutsus, okay? Like my favorite anime. <laughs> and um, what's that? <laughs> but you know, what? can I do a performance? But there's a crowd around, right? Because other people might think I'm doing something. Ah, uh, sure. Uh, I'm gonna roll for performance twenty-one. Oh, oh my god! So yeah, the not. No one else, but you're definitely the people that have uh, that have come from your uh, from your region. Uh, begin imitating the hand signs as well. <laughs> Badly, I hope. Uh, well, they're all they're certainly not in sync, and they're not doing the exact same hand signs, but they're all doing it. <laughs> I love it. And then I just attack him with my rapier for oh, jeez! All right, I just so after doing all these special things, the. Uh, uh, to to give imbue your your rapier with uh what you believe to be magical abilities um you char you stab forward with it towards the uh towards the creature and it bends ag- against his his skin damn it this is why i need my katana well you called your rapier the katana no i pretend it's a katana 
Because oh, okay. my mom won't let me have a katana, and I really want a katana. Jan Strang? What? My name is John Strong, and I'm going to run wide and come from behind him and get his flank. I see what uh, you're trying to tell me. So. I'm going to run wide <laughs> and get run his back. flank. Okay. I'll run behind him. And with a, a flick of my wrist, I'm going to spin my ha- the axe in my hand. And then come on down on him with, and I rolled a 14. <laughs> okay, that's actually all right. The, um, so you spin the axe in your hand and catch it in a, uh, in a cool way that catches the light just above you and shines light downward. But with this, uh, actually, you could have advantage on that because you're, you're flanking. Um, oh, yeah. I'll roll another d20. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, that's a 19. I crit a nine. 19. Oh, you do. Uh, roll one more. Uh, what do you roll for damage? One d8, d6, one d6. Dang! With the uh, focus that he has on, uh, God, the focus that he wait, has, I can re-roll one. Okay, <laughs> has on uh, Guy Jin. Um, he doesn't notice. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> he doesn't notice you coming up from behind. So um, that gives you a perfect chance to strike at him between his shoulder blades. The uh, axe finds purchase there, and red blood goes trickling down the blue skin. How dare you attack Gaijin? He's the bravest of all of us. And I'm going to come at him again with the same hand axe. Right, so you pull it free with a... It comes free and you cut into him once again. Uh, not at the exact same spot. However, it does uh, still leave another large scar. He howls in pain. You can see him kind of reaching towards the wound, but from the direct middle of his uh, shoulder blades, he's not able to, uh, to touch it or grab for it. He's kind of stuck dancing between the two of you, unsure about which one to attack. Carlo... Hmm. He pops up his fan and immediately staring at the creature in the center goes <laughs> and casts Tasha's hideous laughter. He's, uh, oh, shit. he's not laughing. In fact, like some would say that he's gone completely without noticing you at this point. I um I am confused. Uh, actually Carlo just sits there just a bit confused and stares at, he actually just stares at his fan, glares at it. Tosses it aside and pulls out a different one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, magic's invisible, right? Does he does he even know if he's like shooting anything or does he think he's firing duds at this point? I mean magic's invisible, so he he's just figuring, ah, he's making his sa- his saving throw. He's uh he's resisting my my abilities. Clearly, I have the wrong fan <laughs> for this. <laughs> because it's all about um it's all about appearances. And he pops the fan, it's... and it just says, yes, daddy, on it. Oh! <laughs> no, 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 no. As he's, like, um, reaching to, as the creature's reaching towards that, that uh, mark on his back, he does make eye contact with you, John, and swings a, uh, a big, meaty claw in your direction. Ha! Uh. Is that, I'm assuming that hits? Yeah, of course okay. it hits. I have an AC of 12. God, nobody's wearing armor, are they? I have leather armor. That's why I'm at 12. Shit, how am I on 15 and I'm the rogue? I don't have decks. The armor class is based on your deck. Oh, hell yeah, dog. Yep. Okay, your boy's, your boy's a good rogue. And for but the they, record, uh, Carlo has 14 with his armor. With the... Uh, I, have a ne- s- I have a negative one in my deck. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it deals you six damage total. <laughs> uh, Gaijin, finish the job. You can feel, like, um, hot breath on you as he draws closer and closer wanting to... Uh, Wanting to, to crush you with his his big meaty meat pieces. 
<laughs> you like that one, you. <laughs> this, this isn't as remote as romantic as I thought it was going to be. Um, is my rapier broken? Is it like kinked? It is kinked, but you can still use it. Or do I have a? I should have a short sword, right? Sure. I don't know I'm what you gonna, have in your character. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I've got a short sword. It's a bit weaker, but you know what? I'm going to assume the rapier is probably weaker, being you know half a sword at this point. It's a bit of a dink on it. I just like Carlos said, it is all about appearances. What's the short? You know, there's a katana. What's the shorter one? Is it tanto? Tanto. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I pull I it think out so. and I go, I can't believe I have to resort to my Tanto and then stab it like, ooh, and I rolled a 20. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Okay. With that? And, and, I, and I mutter the, the Omewa Shindere. Are you using the, the one skill you have or? No, it's just, no, I can't. I don't have advantage. Yes, you, yes, you do. You do. Yes. I'm flanking. You're flanking. Do you I? Yes. I can sneak attack? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'll throw in an extra little sneaky attacky pull at three d six damage, right? Yeah. Yeah. For an extra eight, because I rolled like ass. Okay. So after um after you've pulled uh, your your short sword, three three of the monsters flesh more. Uh, this blood begins like uh pooling on the sword, dropping down to your hand. A monster continues to move back and forth and drops down to one knee. From the large size that it was, standing two feet above you, it begins to shrink smaller and smaller till it's almost the size of a child. And um, it begins to glow for just a moment before evaporating into that same glowing dust that, that um, it had come from. Is there still blood on my blade? No. <sighs> Can I still lick the back of the blade anyway and then sheathe it? I'm not going to tell you no, but I'm not going to. I'm going to. Can I roll a performance for it too for the audience? Sure. Sam, <laughs> um, this is a show, okay? Yeah, I know. I rolled 11 on my tongue licky swordy tanto. All right. So you do kind of like nick your tongue a bit, but you just like don't show it to anybody. Yeah, dude. I'll play the that crowd of themselves didn't notice though. Yeah. Carlo comes I, up. I from, sorry, a, go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, I want to approach Gaijin and tell him, hey, man. Good job out there. You're the best of us. <laughs> and I want to, like, extend my hand in appreciation. I do, like, an anime pose and go, I know. Is he going to take my yeah, hand? Yeah, or is yeah, he just gonna... <laughs> 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 Firm handshake. Like a, jo- like a Jojo handshake. <laughs> like a posy one. Carlo walks out and says, Ladies and gentlemen, look at what I've brought before you. These strong, strapping men. Mm. Uh, anyways, they have done such wonderful things already in the very first round. Just look at them. Even with this one's inabilities, they are wonderful. And they just needed my inspirations to keep them going. Remember that? Carlo Logix, the queen of wherever we are. Can you roll performance for me? I hope you fail. I hope you fail so hard. I hope you roll a one. The crowd goes wild for you. And even like the, you could even like looking up towards where uh, King uh, Godric is, he is slowly applauding you as well. And I, wait a minute, I know he didn't bring me here. <laughs> I, I'm just going to stare at him like, hmm, who is this fellow? And when did he enter the arena? He did enter the arena first. <laughs> yeah, but it feels like he didn't do anything. <laughs> where was he during that fight? He didn't do anything. He stood behind the pillar the whole time. <laughs> Though, um, and he's the one that threw the first blow. 
I've got like wicked climbing abilities with my dude. Can I do some wicked Naruto hand signs and just kind of run up the pillar, like like scurry up like a monk spider monkey up? Like for which which one do you want to go for first? Um, each thing does a little see. different, so I, I need to know. John Strong's gone for the plain wood one. Mm-hmm. What did? Okay, what so did there's Barney's one that's created? that's uh, made with gold. There is uh, one that's made of gold and jewels. One that's very plush and velvety. One that is a solid wood block, and one that is a common treasure chest. Which one was? Did Carlo look like he was going towards? Because I don't uh, want to take ones that these guys were next to. Uh, Carlo was going for the plush one. That's oh boy, I'm going to go for the gold daddy one. Okay, so you go for the gold daddy one. Make sure to wear wear protection if you're going to be climbing a pole. Jesus, <laughs> throw out some roll your acrobatics for me, please. Ah, cha, cha, cha. Acrobatics, yes. Does it get a buff with Naruto hand signs? No. I rolled 11. Yeah, you did. So the, uh, <laughs> you do kind of like run your way up a little bit, but you kind of have to struggle a bit. When you make it to the top, you you are able to see this golden chest. It's like a golden chest. It has a gold chain all the way around it. And there's like oh, a lock. There is a lock that's holding it shut. I, is it sleights of hand to unlock it? Yeah, you can roll sleight of hand. Okay, I'll roll and I get a 12. <laughs> Yeah, so you um being being a um a rogue, you do using your thieves tools, you just kind of fiddle with the lock for a second, but it unlocks. And inside of it, wait, as as I open it, can I go na 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 like the Zelda thing? Where no, really no, you can't it. do that, dude. I'm you doing act, that. No, you can't do that. Actually, <laughs> I'm doing that's a thing. That, I'm not allowing you to do. I'm pretty, so. I I just said it, so it's done. God. Okay. <laughs> inside of it, you find a um you find an incredibly large two handed axe. Um, this axe has gold across the gold across the blade. Um, that kind of shows off the what's the word the emblem of the of the kingdom. Oh yeah, a new katana. Yeah, I, I put it into like your push it around. I put it into your journal. It's incredibly heavy. <laughs> Carlo just wanna... looks up at the big plush ottoman and just stares at it, expecting it to fall down. Okay, <laughs> like... I want to prepare my calves. I want to rub them, do a little couple squats, take out my hand axe. I want to jump at the pillar and use the hand axe for a, like like a climbing tool, basically. Right, your uh, roll with advantage, then. Uh, acrobatics? Yes. Still? Damn it, why can't I get athletics? Uh, you know what, if you want to, I'll give you athletics. Yes! Yes! I rolled a total of 23. That's a 19 plus 4. Uh, so, with uh, actually very... Very much ease, you're able to uh, stick that hand axe into the uh, into the pillar, pull yourself up, and with another good handhold, you climb the entire thing all the way to the top. Uh, inside of this common chest, uh, you find that it is not locked. All right. I just uh, use the edge of the blade of the hand axe and open it up. Okay. I'm about to drop this in here, and you'll be able to see what you, what you actually do find. Sure hope there's not a tiny man in there. That'd be amazing. Actually, I wish there was. Uh, general round there you go that's i don't know if that's showing up for you but it should show up inside the handouts handouts yeah oh there it is Ooh, i see so carlo when you were just waiting for it to move down for you you didn't actually do anything did you nope you just stood there stared up stared up at it with completely expecting it to fall down okay If (laughs) if it doesn't come down after after uh people get theirs then he's going to give up and actually try and climb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to be like, because like, I wasn't sure if you would cast something. I just didn't see it. Or if you were, uh... Roll to 15. Okay. Uh, that's enough. Like, so, I mean, 
you're being very careful as you climb, making sure that you don't actually ruffle any of your clothing or get yourself dirty, but you do make it up towards the plush box. The plush box itself um, does not appear to have any kind of lock on it at all. When you open up the box, you find uh, three, you find six different bottles. And I'm just going to put this onto a handout for you to be able to look at, and you can be able to edit it on your own, too. Uh, But um, bottles. You find three red bottles and three blue bottles, which I don't even know if you guys can use the blue bottles. But you instantly recognize these. Um, The red bottles are um, larger healing potions, and the blue bottles are mana potions that are able to restore one spell slot of any level. Well, I guess I'll be drinking the three bottles, the... the (laughs) Three blue bottles at some point. <laughs> Instantly. Just drink them right now. Drink them down. <laughs> Look at this Gatorade. <laughs> I want to respectfully pick up the blade end from end. One on the hilt and one on the, the end of the blade. And lift it out of the box. Okay, you do. Hold it in a myriad in the sun for one moment. You do. It, the, uh, the weapon itself is so sharp it seems to almost slice the sunlight. My god. But this weapon here. It's beautiful, but it's meant for another. I look longingly and distantly at our friend. Why longingly? Why? Why? Because he's far away. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) (laughs) I jump on down and land in a cool guy and and, uh, beckon my friend Gaijin to come on down with me. My friend, come down. I have something for you. What is it? I, uh, I display in my hand. Reflect the sun just a bit. A masterwork of katana. <gasps> Kakui! <laughs> Take it away from him. Uh. <laughs> oh, I trade you. You fought hard. I've got you this axe. This. It's too heavy for me. I will gladly take that off your hands, my friend. <gasps> Thank you. I'll swap these. I hand over the blade, kneeling down on one knee and holding it up. Jesus I hold it in the air, both at my people to make them happy for me, but also jealous <laughs> that Everyone I seems got to be loving a the katana. In the crowd. Oh, oh my gosh, dude! I think my characters. I think I'm done. Like I think this. This is pretty much. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, can uh, I want to pick up the hand axe or what is it? A, a battle axe? You said. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I put it in your, I put it in your inventory. It is a two-handed giant slayer's axe. Is what it is. Oh, shit. I put the stats on there. You're climbing up. So for the last yep. one, Carlo, what you do, uh, when you do climb it, you do find that it is a solid wooden block. Doesn't appear to be any way to just open, open it up. He kicks it off the pedestal. Okay. <laughs> it goes crashing down to the ground. And when it, uh, it kind of splinters when it hits the ground. And inside of it, you see this magnificent uh, pimp hat. One large curling feather that comes off of it. What color is it? Because that's important. Purple. I feel slightly singled out here. He's going to call. He's going to climb down. He's going to have a very like dejected sigh as he looks at it. He just glares for a bit, <laughs> looks at the feather, and just says, "It's probably not even real Griffin." <laughs> there you go barney i just put it into your uh let's say uh spike i need this to be able to use the i can axe. just throw it on your character is... if you want yeah i would like to equip it if possible 
Is it a two-handed two uh, axe? Yes. All right, and then I guess I have to unquip my shield, which gives, gets rid of that plus two to my AC. Oh my gosh, you're squishy as heck. I am now down to armor class of 10. Oh yeah. I need to heal. Is there an easy way to heal? Well, um, uh, you want to rest I for an hour? Could. We could rest for an hour. Um, and while doing so, Carlo can sing for you. But the crowd's just going to stare at us for an hour. While he's singing. While he's singing. He is singing. Oh, sing to the crowd then. Yeah, and he will be singing a song of rest. Uh, I'll also give you guys this. So inside of the... Uh, well, as you like lift up the, the hat... Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I won't give you this. You, you, you see what the hat is. You, know, fuck you, you, oh, you see what the hat is, okay? <laughs> you, you use the hat if you want to use the hat. <laughs> oh, I just realized... Oh, it's a, it's a handout. Yeah, your handout. So it says... Hat of request. Grant request. The hat has three charges. The user makes a request to the hat in the form of a spoken rhyming couplet. That's original. The request can be for anything the user wishes. A way to reach a higher up window for for their enemies to be trapped in a cage or for a way into a restricted room, etc. The hat can grant the request of the user, but it may not be in the way the user wishes. The DM determines how the request is granted by the hat. So it's a hat of wishes. Cool. That sounds like a, like a, sentient, a team version of a hat. Yeah. yeah, sounds like a team version of the deck of many things. Yeah, or also, also known as the lame version. I'll let you know this. So after uh, you've all retrieved your trinkets, all retrieved your gifts, should I say, the king um, raises from a seat once again, and uh, while raising both of his hands, requests that the game begins. A um, stairway begins to kind of thum, 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 open through the ground below you or the ground before you, not below you, uh, that sinks off into the darkness. Everyone in the crowd above you, you can see, starts uh, moving their hands in somewhat of a circular pattern, uh, and a uh, portal kind of appears before them, uh, a viewing portal that lets them see their hero of choice. Many of them, um, you can see, uh, has Carlo that they're looking at at this point, as he, uh, I'm not even sure wears, but has his hat uh, with him. Many of those from... um, Gaijin's area are all watching him and John <clears throat> you can actually at this point you can make out uh where your family is watching you because they all seem to be sharing one single uh viewport I just want to pound my chest and do like the soldier salute be like I'll make you proud well I knew I was going to be going down somehow today <sighs> <sighs> I am um, ever since receiving this katana my demeanor has kind of changed like I've gone from like being all like posy and stuff to more of like, you know, like uh Samurai Jack, how he's really cool. I'm kind of cool collected. Like I'm holding this thing. It's not like tied onto me, but I'm holding the sheath in one hand. And I've just got this really strong samurai pose. Oh right. Are you still greasy? Very greasy. Very sweaty. In fact, there's probably <laughs> blood on me too. You know what? There's there's no there's probably if there is a, a stat, it'll be negative in terms of hygiene. Okay. Uh, Smash player, huh? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Cut that out. Cut that out. (laughs) Um, Hey, so are they going to let us do the hour rest or are they chewing us off? They've opened the gate and then asked for the event to begin. Uh, But I mean, like, it's up to you. No, we shouldn't keep the crowd waiting. Let's go. Are you sure? I can sing them a song of my people. There there is actually Uh, like a certain amount of people at this point because like with the portals, they can can hear your discussions. 
uh, that are cheering for Carlo to sing. See? Hey, give to the crowd what they desire. I sit cross-legged with my katana across my lap, and I go in this, like, meditative pose. I would like to spend a minute of this rest trying to figure out the mechanism in which is in my giant slayer's axe. Okay. Um, uh, what am I? Uh, as Carlo is singing, everybody yeah. can, uh, and you guys take your short rest. If you spent a, uh, if you're spending a hit die, you gain an additional one d six hit points back from his song of rest. Good, because I rolled a one on my first hit die, and his song of rest is uh, the equivalent of um, my humps. Oh, God. Well, Damn, back up full. Judging from the, uh, the the role you have for your performance, by the end of your... It, it definitely is invigorating to everybody there, and it... Um, He's really getting into it and, you know, really showing off his non-existent chest. Um, everyone in the crowd is almost singing along with him by this point. There's... There's women in the crowd with tears in their eyes from how rousing the performance is. Didn't, I didn't figure no, out my didn't. mechanism. In fact, like, uh, as far as you're, you're concerned, like, the mechanism probably isn't there. It's just something you'd long since heard of. <laughs> I, I'll give this another look at some future point. We rest. You rest? Quietly. Gaijin, did you heal already? Yes. Did not. I rolled a hit dice and I got a crit. And you, you're just going to heal up those five you took before. Yeah, I healed nine, so I'm like, okay, I'm full. 32. Can I just silently walk towards the stairs? I'm just like, just all cool. Like, full on, you know, anime protagonist, but like the silent kind? No. Uh, as Gaijin takes off, I'm going to, uh, one, notice that he's leaving, and then stand up myself and be like, I, Gaijin, you're quite strong, but... I don't believe you can do this yourself. Let's journey this together, yes? Hi. This. And thus um, I hello. bring these two strong, strappy men together <laughs> so that we can go forward and best this hole in the ground. There hasn't been a hole I can't best. Let us go, friends. <laughs> I just mutter. Hi. Yada, yada. Um, yes. Ah, you've changed. <laughs> since the, since <laughs> I've known you, <laughs> uh, let's venture onwards. Down Katana the hole. can change someone. Okay, this just got real. A hole can change someone. Jesus, <laughs> that too. <laughs> Everybody's continuing down the hole. Then yes, yes, yes. And as you, uh, I've continued down there. Like you'll notice that the walls begin looking kind of like uh, entering a cave, very rocky and even. Um, but as you progress down a bit, they've actually become smooth, unnaturally so. Almost as if um, they were cut in by a laser. A perfectly cubic uh, area that you begin to walk through. Um, and you descend to a point where you're actually rather certain that there's no way you could be beneath the arena. And you're walking for probably a good 20 minutes or so. Um, before, the, actually, does anybody, everybody here, can you see in the dark or can you not? Human. Human. Goblin, I see in the dark. Oh, right. nice. So, um, after walking for a couple of minutes, it becomes almost impossible for you two to see because it becomes so dark. There's no torches that are currently lighting the inside here. Is this guy's going to wander in dark? or I Humans. believe in my Explorer's Pack, I have one torch. Oh, Jesus. Is there one? A candle? Uh, I at least have one. Okay. 
I'm Don't worry, guys. I can candle. repair the one torch. <laughs> Wait, I got a hooded. I have. Wait. Oh, I have ten torches and a tinder box in which to light them with. Oh wait, do you have a hooded lantern? No, I. Yes, yes, I do. I got a lantern. Oh, sh- oh shit! I have a tinder I have box. Tinder box. I got a tinder box too. Oh, I have a candle. One of us can use. I have a what? <laughs> Dude, I could dual wield. Um, uh, your hooded lantern is probably better. Yeah. Do you have oil I'll... for such such a thing? You can wipe it off his face. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. Carlos says that. Uh, says. You can wipe it off his face. <laughs> oh, I use my his hands are so grease. sweaty you can't use the tinderbox to sn- <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> I'll light it for him. He'll de- do I need to I'll roll to light box. my thing because my No, grease. no, you do not use a tinderbox. Okay. So you you've lit the you light the lantern and hold it out in front of you. Um it does light up the area enough to be able to see. With the, the walls so smooth, it actually does kind of reflect the light quite a bit. Um, you guys can actually see, like, the walls are actually kind of stone. They're not just dirt packed it in. This isn't dug out. This is certainly something that was constructed. Uh, my god. This area is quite refined. Hi. Uh, I've seen better. Oh. Well, let's continue. Yes, um, let's continue. Uh, does... How about, uh, you big slab of meat walk in front while I keep my eye open? I, I suppose I should. Um, if you wouldn't mind, Gaijin, can I hold your, uh, your hooded lantern? Hi. Can I, can I do like a squinty yes. anime eye perception roll to, you know, that Ooh, little kind of shot when it's like zoomed in on the face and it just goes across the face, but they got like the really concentrated face. And Carlo is, uh, rolled a one. So he's too busy staring at his, uh, nails. <laughs> I take the hooded lantern and I walk up front. Okay. I perceptioned with 11. Uh, what, what, what were you looking, looking for, around. you said? I just want to see if I can, like, see anything ahead or notice any movement in the, the dark ahead. Because I, I assume it's very poorly lit. Yeah, like, movement you don't see. However, you do notice that probably would have slipped past everyone else because it does seem so monotonous of just a solid, solid straight walk. The That uh, as you guys progress, there is a fork that goes off towards the left. And, like, judging from the direction of the hooded lantern uh, and your perception roll, you notice that, like, that fork just leads to a solid straight drop down. So, yeah, I, I'll... Guys, there'll be a drop to the left. Yeah. Des. Not something that you guys ah. could be able to have fallen down, like, on accident, but you do see that there is a fork that just leads straight down. Wow. I'm going to carefully approach said hole, and I want to see if I can look down it. Is it complete darkness down there just or? like shining the lantern down and you're just looking yeah like looking over with the lantern shining the lantern down you do see that about 20 feet down it looks like it's hitting ground more of the smooth stone I, that you you saw on the walls well this doesn't seem to be a complete trap it seems like there's another path maybe a quicker way to the bottom of this hole but i don't mm. know if we can risk it there doesn't seem to be a way to get back up uh carlo Attempts to uh, do nothing. Never mind. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, I do. Um, yes. He uh, uses precipitation to create uh, sparkly sparkly dust to just, you know, like glitter over the hole to watch it fall and okay. to see if, uh, see if it just happens to touch anything along the way or if it just stays up in the air. Ooh, let's see. Uh, it, no, it falls to the floor. 
without a, without any problem. I'm going to examine the since this cave is starting to get smooth. I'm gonna want to see how slick it is. Is it like is can I get my bearings on it or is it too like is it starting to get moist? No, it's not moist. It is it is dry. Not yeah. moist. Not like I need to apply lip uh, like lip balm dry, but it is okay. My skin gets jealous. <laughs> <laughs> what what say you, Gaijin? Do you want to explore this hole, or perhaps would we venture down a safer path? Um, when he did hole? his spell down there, could we see any further around? Because it's no. quite dark down there. Yeah, it, it is still uh, dark to be able to do so. If you can imagine, like literally, just set up with like like Minecraft style. There is one cube that goes towards this hall, and then all the other cubes just seem to go straight down. So there's, you can see like there is still something like more to see down there, but it's just. I mean, I've got a rope. We can try shimmy down and see if we can see anything. All right, we could. Uh, perhaps would you? We don't really have anything to fasten this rope down. Is there like maybe a stalactite or stalagmite? The, the the walls and the ceiling, everything's smooth. It's just a perfect cube that cuts. Uh, wait, unless I can lower you down, I'll be able to hold the I've rope. I've got a dagger. I that I can just stick in. Can I like impale it into the ground? It's stone. Uh, I mean, like honestly, like you could probably like chip away and try to get it to stick if you wanted to. If somebody was I, um, I can use my the blunt ends of my hand axe to like hammer it in. Ooh, for, yeah. yeah, sure. Just do, do a survival check or something, or actually just use your use your fucking athletics. See, strong enough you to just literally. Strong. Yeah. All right. So. You managed to get it in there, which you feel is probably strong enough. This seems like it'll hold at least one of you you two's frames. Are you big? I'm, well, I'm a hefty boy. I'm pr- I'm pretty slap a meaty. Slap a meaty. Slap a uh-huh. meat. As slap slap of the meat. Uh, see, I'm I'm uh, I I'm like a hun- I'm really skinny, five eight, like hundred and twenty pounds. I'm I'm a weedling. Uh, yeah, I'm 170. <clears throat> I think I put it. And Carlo weighs all of maybe 60 pounds, but don't you dare ask him. <laughs> all right. Is he saying, saying this a lot? Yes, yes. Actually, yeah. Uh, <laughs> God, I weigh somewhere person. in between none of your business and how dare you. But the important thing is that I know, don't weigh any more than I did when I was 21, which is only a few years ago. So you're perfectly able to go down this rope. Yes. Would you kindly do so? So we can see if there this indeed is another path. Uh, fine. You know I'm That's doing this girl. because uh, the king's uh, a, a kilf. <laughs> what? I don't understand your dialect. <laughs> you goblins. <laughs> so you can, to- you can easily go f- sliding down the rope. What you notice, like... Is just a few uh, steps away, kind of like brings you into this chamber. Nothing really more than just like a larger cube than the, the hallway you were in before. But ahead of you is a um, is a large door, but it looks semi ornate. Um, there's like some some iron uh, uh, some iron designs uh, around it that kind of make it feel more than just like something you would find in a dungeon here. Hmm. There's hey, down there. there's some door it's... down here that thinks it's. Uh, um... Maybe last year's fashion. Aye, then. It'd be worth exploring. Mm, probably. Most likely. I, most ornate doors are for people that seem to think that they're important enough to hide something or that something important is behind them. 
But of course, it could be a uh, a red herring, mm-hmm. like my thighs oh, after a long run. Jesus, you know what? I'm going to roll a acrobatics. I'm going to climb down there. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Carlos stares 16. at it with his fry eyes. Mm-hmm. You easily and nimbly wow. uh, make your way down the the rope, just the same way that Carlo had before, and uh, you're now standing in front of a, the same door. Um, I just like to point out. Uh, not as easily as Carlo was able to before. Carlo did it better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you're rolling yeah. perception. What were you looking for, Barney? And he's uh, Carlo's rolling perception to to see if there's any anything untoward about the door, if there's any traps or anything like that. Uh, and he rolled a twenty. Okay. Uh, you do see. You do notice that around the edges of the door, which at first kind of looked like it was like hitting the the ironwork that's that's across there that. It's not just like a reflection of light. It's not glinting off the metal. It appears to be something wet. As I climb down, I would like to ponder on what uh, Carlo said. Is Does this seem too good to be true? Did you roll like to, acrobatics real quick? Uh, I would like to use my hand axe as I come down to give myself <laughs> some support. Sure, yeah. <laughs> so I can use athletics? Sure, go for it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, at one point, the rope kind of kink falls, but you grab a hold of the wall using your hand axe and uh, kind of shimmy your way down there as well. The dagger comes clattering to the ground. Oh, hell yeah. Shit. I thought I lost this thing. Uh, oh, crap. Now we're oh, stuck roll, down here. Can I, yeah, I was going to say, can I still roll that inside check to see if this may have been a bad idea? How would you have known? I don't know. Does it seem too good to be true? What are you feeling right now as, as a player? It seems too good, <laughs> too good to be true. <laughs> You know, just want to deliberate. <laughs> Gaijin, why maybe, don't you go check out that wet spot on the door? I'm pretty sure that's the first time anybody has ever told you to do that. <laughs> okay. Um, can I... Well, I'll perception. I want to see if I can notice any traps, I guess. I lean over to John Strong and say, Ten gold says it's a mimic. Uh, I, I'll take that. Uh, gelatinous cube. Hmm. I rolled a ten. All right. Um, being a rogue and, and, and seeing many different like traps and things like that, uh, you do recognize it as some sort of poison trap. Mm, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Um, could I try disarm said trap? Yeah, give me a sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Yeah, eleven. Right, I'm pretty sure you got it. Pretty sure. Yeah. All right, guys, I definitely got it. Ah, good work. Good work. What? What triggers said thing? What is it you did? <laughs> Whatever you did over there? Uh, from what you'd know, Gaijin, like, it, it's probably triggered when the door opened. Mm-hmm. But coincidentally, I'm not strong enough to open this door. Um, we need the biggest guy here, and I just... Uh, I don't know which one of us I, is the biggest guy, you know? Who's the strongest guy I, here? I'm going to put my hand on his shoulder and just say, I, I understand. I'll take over from here. I crack... I, Put my hand, my fingers betwixt each other, pull it, my arms forward and crack my knuckles. Can I take a huge sidestep from the door? Sure. Cool. I'm going to re-equip my shield for <laughs> this moment. Carlo steps behind Gaijin. <laughs> and I'm going to put my fingers between the door, like the two, like the slot between the two doors and just pull it open. All right. You feel a click as soon as the uh, door is all the way open and a nozzle uh, from above the door kind of makes a and a couple of drops Uh, of poison come out of it, but it doesn't fire. 
Jeez, oh, you're so strong. I'm so glad you did that because, like, you know, I don't think I was. Was it? Was it stiff? Was it? Did it need oiling? I got some oil that I could do, like oil the, the next so did door. I, did I get it all the way open? Yeah, you managed to get the door open. The uh, nice. Did I even notice the the poison thing? I mean, you you heard it. You could definitely see it happen. But mm. a couple of good work. Yeah, a couple of drops. Not, nothing didn't actually go off. Thank you. Successfully disarmed again. Looking through this door, you guys I, see that the uh, where the walls were smooth before. They continue to be smooth, however, on either side of the, uh, on either side of either wall are, um, faces that are carved out of stone, like stone reliefs of different, uh, different people, different races, all leading down, uh, down the hallway into the darkness. This is disturbing. Say that again, Swick? Uh, they're stone reliefs of faces of different, uh, different people, uh, men, women, um, of all different races that are leading down the hallway. Just their faces. Just their faces. Their mouths are all closed, too, by the way. What about their eyes? Their eyes are open. Hmm. And they're all very large, too. Like They all are about, like, three feet, like, from chin to the top of the head. Oh, wow. That's I'm going to take out. I'm going to take out an unlit torch and light it with the hooded lantern so I don't use a thing from my tinderbox and just throw it in front of me. I want to ex- examine the faces, see if... Anything changes about them? Nothing does. Nothing changes. Uh, give me a perception check, though, everybody. All right. Actually, Carlo, you could do perception oh, or history. Wow. Oh, well, you're fine. I rolled I rolled a t- total of So, Gaijin, you don't recognize this because you, you haven't really paid that much attention to history. You've been more... Um, you've been more... We're watching lots of anime. Yeah, you've been more into anime. But um, John and Carlo... You both notice the first head that's, uh, actually you notice two different heads that are along this hallway. Uh, one of them was Prince Edwin, who is, uh, King, uh, Godric's brother. And the other one is, uh, King Talon, the king who came before King Godwin. Huh. Strange. Uh, hmm. There's royalty in here for some reason. Yes. But why? I don't know, but I do have... An option. Aye. Create a silent image of the king in the uh, in the middle, well, as far as I can, into the room. Uh, nothing changes. The stone faces are all still as they are. Could I perception check to see if there's any traps with these faces? Sure. I have it start walking and doing, uh, <laughs> doing pirouettes. You're pretty cool. sure there's nothing there. But you, you do enter the room then, Barney? Or, uh, Carlo? His image is entering the that uh, silent image of the king is oh. I- entering the yep. room and doing pirouettes and wandering around. Yeah, nothing changes. This, I, this I rolled a seems... five. Yeah, you don't see anything really amiss. They're just stone. Hmm. Yeah, no, these, these this seems look safe. fairly safe. I'm going to start advancing. Okay. You uh, take one step into the room and instantly nothing happens. <laughs> I knew it. I'm going to continue down the hall. Carlo takes pick up steps my porch. directly behind. Where John steps. Okay. Um, I'm going to equip, equip the hooded lantern to my hip and carry the torch frontwards. As you're walking down the hallway, um, give me a perception check real quick. I can do that. I rolled a total of a 12. You're up front. It's 10 plus 2. Um, one thing you do notice uh, as you get closer, as like more and more of these faces go, um, you actually do see a couple faces you recognize uh, besides just that of the king. Uh, further down the hall. Uh, more there are other champions that came before you from your your region. Ah, perhaps this be a hall of fame of sorts, but 
Had they made it out? Do I recall this? No, no one's ever made it through the gauntlet. Huh. But the king was here. I put it there. I, I had the this image of the king. How do you not realize this? <laughs> the face of the king was there. <laughs> oh, the previous the one. The, was the dead? previous king is one of us. The one before yes. the king currently. But the, and then yes, the, so the and then the, uh, the previous king was the, here. The prince who is also. But he's here with the champions, though. Is what I'm saying. Perhaps he tried it. Curious. Do did we ever hear of the previous king trying the, the gauntlet? Okay, the king. No, he he had died before the gauntlet was a thing. Well, aren't you just a bit curious? Not in the slightest. <laughs> far, more con- far more concerned. For those of I'm you listening, he rolled a one about, on a history check. I'm far more concerned about why is it that the cat people of Rukmar <laughs> decided to attack the bird people of not Rukmar? As, as you are continuing this discussion, you actually reach the end of the Hall of Faces. There appears to be a little bit more blank wall before reaching another door, but interestingly enough, you do all th- see three faces that are definitely familiar to you. They are each of your faces. Damn it. Damn it. And say it. Bear unlike me. the others, all of your mouths are open. Uh, what kind of expression do we have? Uh, like you're screaming. I don't like that. D- is my... Is my face thing greasy? Uh, oddly enough, uh, all the others uh, seem to be like smooth, but yours does have a, a weird sheen to it. Yeah. God damn it! <laughs> How does this keep happening? Does it have the pimp hat? Uh, it does not have the pimp hat. Okay. I'm going to take my torch and I'm not going to step over where the faces are, but I'm going to just like like reach over to poke at it with the lit torch, uh, specifically um, Gaijin's. Okay, so what, you're just going to poke at, like, the stone? Yeah, poke at the stone. I'm not going to step over to it. I'm just going to reach over, like, lean. Do that far lean when you want to get something, but you don't get up from your yeah. chair. You know, like, whenever <laughs> you're touching, like, you, like, when you peel a sticker off of something and it's not still, like, super sticky, but it's got, like, that tacky feel? That's what it feels mm-hmm. like. That's wow. Uh, Gaijin, you know yes? what this probably is? What's that? I've read it in the serial stories that... Uh, you seem to try and emulate. Usually in these sort of things, you have to um, stick your fist inside the hole. Now, I think that it would be important for you to stick your fist inside your own mouth. Yeah? Wait, does that happen, uh, does that happen in anime? Completely. It would totally make, sense for the, totally make sense for a story that the great hero discovers that his great, great grand sister had a mm-hmm, magical mm-hmm. item stored for him happens to be in the same spot where he happens to be adventuring and that means that he goes in and sticks his fist in his own mouth so he can grab it i immediately run up to my face and go then watch this guys and i he just leans over to john strong and says 10 bucks says it's a uh, sphere of annihilation uh i'm gonna say it's gonna clamp onto his arm i plunge my arm in you plunge your arm in, you make it up to your, uh, just about like to where your bicep is, all the way in, and you can feel something on the inside of it. It feels like some sort of rod. I got it. I, I, I yank. I yank whatever it is. I try to pull it out. Hey. <laughs> Give me an athletics check real quick. Athletics? Mm-hmm. That's strength. You know, you bo- oh, you boy got 17 on strength. You, ooh. Yeah. 
you feel a hard click whenever you're pulling it. And um, everyone can feel the ground sort of shift underneath them as if uh, something large had just moved. Oh, no. What did you I'm do? I'm going to look back. To- I'm going to look back behind us. There's it's nothing. stuck. I keep pulling. <laughs> can I keep yanking at it? I'm going to look in front of us. Can I hear anything coming? You can certainly hear something moving beyond that door that's in front of you. Uh, uh, I'm going to move up to where my face is and stick my arm down. Okay. You likewise feel a rod inside of your own mouth when you're about bicep, uh, as deep in as about your bicep. I'm going to grab it, pull it. You're athletics. Yes. Six. <laughs> you, uh, pull as hard as you can, but it doesn't seem to move. Ah, the, Carla, help. The, <laughs> grab what is in your mouth. Carlo reaches in to his mouth and grabs it with two hands. Okay. I mean, your athletics he- with advantage then. He you have a, you're a tiny... small person with it, yeah. Yeah, and he's using his whole weight to like yank onto it and just pull back. You were like two feet on the wall around it, probably. Like just trying to do a squat pull. Okay, oh, there's shit. another, and you guys could feel something heavy again move. That was not me. I want you. I want to remind you that is because I am a delicate palomita floating upon the wind. <laughs> um. I want to slam my hand axe into the side of the wall <laughs> and then use what that leverage to pull. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, but sure. <laughs> wait, wait, why don't you just hit the floor behind you and use that to pull? I'll do okay, that. that makes sense. Yeah, give, me, give me your athletics check. Advantage or regular? <laughs> regular. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But, hey, don't need it. Roll the net. 20, when uh, you pull yours, the entire uh, rod kind of comes loose, and when you bring it out, you can see that that rod is actually made out of a, uh, a kind of a green jewel. Like you've kind of shattered it on either hand, but you still have part of the jewel in your hand. Another large um, thunk happens, and the door in front of you comes flying open with, a, with an incredibly large sound. On the other side of it, you see what appears to be like an ornate bedroom, but. What appears, what seems to be just this large um, whip tangle, uh, uh, whip tangling mass of tentacles, teeth, and an eye. He's clearly here for Gaijin. Yo. As a reaction, I would like to just immediately throw the the rod at him. The, the jewel. Yeah, the jewel. Sure. Roll, roll your d twenty plus your dex. <laughs> so minus one for it. Sure, minus one. Roll. Hey, I rolled a total of two, which means I rolled a three. Okay. So um, you throw it with all of your might, and it kind of just smashes against the floor. And the priceless gem shards go in all directions. It does look go, eh. very pretty. Carlo just, like, reaches, <laughs> reaches out to, like, nothing. Goes, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, uh, Scene I for just... me. Me girls just breaks the... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm staring at the tentacles coming from this monster, and I'm also kind of like shuffling awkwardly, kind of turning my hips sideways so you guys can't notice something. It's just it's something weird. I don't, I can't explain it. It's just you know, it's, I feel a bit uncomfortable. I just, just, can we please roll initiative? <laughs> yes, roll Let's your initiative, please. On as you, well as YouTube. I'm going to let you guys know that. Um, so in the room that it's in, it. It kind of is this mass on the ground of tentacles, but as it tentacles move across the ground, it does is is able to kind of move um, or like shamble in direction and direction. The floor below it is covered in uh, as well as a black a black and white tile uh, across this floor. 
like that's just important to mention. The uh, bedroom is incredibly plush. There are there is numerous uh, kinds of furniture that is around it. A uh, very ornate um, a bed with a canopy, which I can't think of the name of at this current moment. A poster like the four poster canopy bed. Uh, there is a mirror on one side and two doors within the room. Uh, new new initiatives. I'm sorry. Good DM. Uh, I was more asking, but I mean, you're doing a bang up job. Hey guys, did you know that if you have a negative one, your roll of one becomes a zero? <laughs> You've got zero an initiative. initiative of zero. Oh my god! Barney, did you just roll a one? Oh my Why god! Why is everyone rolling ones? Okay, I'm gonna roll. Okay, I got eleven. <laughs> it means you roll a total of seven. Yeah. Uh, so if I have a zero, that means I don't get a go, right? <laughs> no, that does not mean you don't get zero. Uh, uh, so the um, I'm just not included in this fight. Tentacles whip and slash in all different directions, but it does not move any closer to you. It does, however, notice you, and uh, the you can see like uh, this gaping maw in the mass of tentacles, these sharp teeth, and there appears to be drool uh, and, and such that that's dripping out of it. Gajin. I unsheath my katana and go, yeah, I'm going to turn you into sashimi. And I run up and do a slashy slash. Okay. So you go running into the room. Um, give me a acrobatic save. Acrobatic save? Save. I rolled 19. Yeah. Okay. So um, you go into the room, uh, slashing with your katana. Go ahead and give me your... Your attack as you full on go face first into this Lovecraftian horror. I attack my katana. Yeah. Okay. You um, cut a couple of these tentacles off and they go flopping to the floor. They're uh, still writhing around before they kind of bubble and sizzle away to nothing. The um, attack deals a solid seven damage. Carlo. Marco. Carlo. He, uh, Snaps his fan towards the thing and says, Ew. 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 That <laughs> is a hideous color. The tentacles and kind of wiggle. Mockery. <laughs> they wiggle sad, like almost in like an embarrassed, saddened state. And uh, takes a solid six. Well, I've done all I can do. He turns and looks at John, John Strong. After you. I, uh, I suppose. Um, was I able to see what it was that uh, Gaijin had to dodge from when he entered the room? You can roll your perception. We'll find out. Sure. Huh. Nat 20, boys. You just saw by just sheer luck, it appears that he was walking only on black tiles. Uh, I'm going to recognize this pattern and only walk on the black tiles as I enter the room and not be able to get all the way to the, the beast. Okay. So you walk on a couple of black black tiles, nothing out of the ordinary happens, though. For the moment, I'm going to try and attack him with my longbow. Sure, good word. I take aim, and I fire. I rolled a total of nine. All right, so you fire. It uh, goes directly into the mass of tentacles, but uh, one of them kind of, like, wraps around it as it's uh, coming closer and snaps it in half. The uh, tentacle shoves yeah, both looked- halves of the arrow into the... Uh, into the open maw of the beast. Again, I look at my longbow and say, why do I have this? <laughs> I end my turn. All right. This creature lashes out with all um, all of its, not all of its tentacles, but a good amount of its tentacles trying to grasp and uh, grasp and pull at you, uh, Gaijin. It should hit you. 
It begins uh, restraining you and holding you in place and pulling you towards its mouth. My cheeks turn red. <laughs> Your cheeks turn red? Hang on. Uh, <laughs> oh, never mind. You're just, you're, you're just grappled. So it has you in its grip. And uh, you could feel your feet uh, leaving the ground as it, as it lifts you off into the air. Gaijin, um, the way you're currently restrained, you do kind of have your katana, but any attack against it is going to be uh, a disadvantage while you're in the air. You're going to have to escape using uh, saving throw. Yes, you need to do, I guess, uh, what kind of saving throw? It doesn't really say, it doesn't. Anything says, other than strength. strength. Anything other than strength. Yeah. It says. Say well, it says that you have a disadvantage on strength checks and strength saving throws, but not which saving throw to break out. Oh, so right. I guess anything but strength you could be able to. I guess maybe dexterity would be fine. I don't know if I want to break out of this. If it takes your action to break out. This is kind of hot. You know what? Mm. I'm a, yeah, I'll break out of it. I'll, I'll, I'll try. I'll do a dex save. For the sake of our viewers, please remember that you're being watched. <laughs> so as you attempt to break out of it. You are almost kind of like lost or like battling with yourself. Like, should I? Should I not? This is kind of hot. And um, <laughs> you kind of start trying to struggle, but also you're struggling more with yourself than you are with the beast. Its tentacles grip tightly around you as it's pulling you closer and closer towards its eye and open mouth. Help. <laughs> is that all I can do? Just go for a thingy or can I attack? Uh, you can with disadvantage, yeah. I'll we'll say that's just a okay. movement action for you. Yeah, I'll attack okay. with my katana swipe. Yeah. 17. uh, So, that's still pretty good, but unfortunately, the uh, katana swipe goes right through the, uh, right through the air as he kind of just shakes you vigorously. Damn it. Okay. 17 is it. Boys, I'm spent. Jean Strong? Uh, Carl Stern. Oh, is it Carl? Oh, did I miss? Um, Yeah, you missed me. Oh, I did. Carl, yeah. cool. I didn't feel like playing. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) I wanted to go to bed anyways. Um, using his bonus action. No. Kaijin, I just want you to remember that people are watching you, and if you let that thing eat you or take your virginity, which I'm fairly certain you still have, you won't be able to do spinny kicks and flashy sword things later on. So please do buck up and get out of that thing when you next have the chance, will you? And he uses his bonus action to provide Gaijin with bardic inspiration. Oh, shit. You sound like my mom. <laughs> Move out of my basement. <laughs> you sound like mommy mom. needs that for mommy time because mommy needs things in her mommy parts. And oh, that sounds exactly like God. something Carla would say. <laughs> uh, he viciously mocks the thing, the thing again. And as for you, don't you realize that he's only 18? Yesterday, I'm actually 17. Don't you realize he is under 17? Oh, you can feel like the uh, oh, wait, I need to, I forgot he's you know what? No, that's good. Uh, he's he fail. he fails the wisdom saving throw and he feel like the tentacles kind of kind of slowly loosen a bit, not enough to really let you go, but that you could just like look at that. Nobody else in this the podcast can see it, but if you look at that icon on his face, that look of like, huh? Like on his face. Huh? That's, that's literally, <laughs> he's slightly astounded. Yeah. He's astounded. And uh, he's not done yet. Because he oh, also shit. uses his psychic the his psychic blades from the College of Whisper, Whispers. And oh, the shit. police are watching. What is <laughs> oh, does extra damage? Seven. Yeah, it deals okay. extra damage. Like uh it cuts him like a knife. Uh, but emotionally, 
Deals in seven. And you're way too old to be doing this. You realize. I hope you know. What? John Strong? Ah, for my turn, I take out the great axe, the giant slayer's axe, and running only on the black tiles, I glide it against the floor and approach the beast and slam down on him with the axe. Go for it. Rolling a total of 21. Yeah. Nice. You lift that uh, the axe over the top of your head and bring it down with all of your force and uh, all of your force strength and the weight of it. It deals a fucking impressive 13 damage as it uh, lops off many of the tentacles from one side of it. But I'm not done with my extra attack. I yell at him, let the lad go. Shit. I roll a 28. That was a net 20, boys. He's doing 15 damage. The um, you this time when you're attacking, you go right through the center of the the uh, mass of the beast. You cleave off a nice solid piece, and as these all hit the ground, they begin uh, sizzling away into an oil. This piece that you've hacked off though, it goes right through the uh, the actual meat of the creature, and um, a large section of it falls off, like slides to the ground and sizzles. Thankfully, it is part of it that uh, drops guy to the ground. Can I so, do a ninja landing? Have at you, beast. No, you can't, actually. You mm-hmm. fall on top of, like, the sizzling bits, and the tentacles around you kind of sizzle, but they don't hurt. You. The uh, creature springs out towards uh, towards John this time with its free tentacles. Uh, I'm assuming that hits you. Uh, 15. Uh, with an armor class yeah, of 10? 15, yeah. <laughs> grabs a hold of you and begins pulling you closer to its mouth. However, as it's trying to bite a hold... More of its uh, of its flesh is pulled is ripped open from that wound that you gave it, giving it self damage. It drops you. <laughs> it rolled. It rolled a one. It rolled a one. <laughs> Guy, you're up. Um, I start humming. Do you guys ever seen Naruto? No, no. You know that one song is like. I start just doing that, but really poorly. Isn't that the battle theme from Final Fantasy VII? You know what? Let's do that one too. What you just did now. And then I am like, what's what's Cloud's limit break? Is it cross slash? That's one of them. Omni slash. I go, Omni slash. And I swing my katana like crazy. All right. You close your eyes and you say Omni slash and you begin swinging your katana like crazy. And everybody can see you're about two steps back from where you should be to actually hit the beast. But you don't see that. With your eyes closed, you still continue swinging it, believing every strike is is uh, entrailed by a beam of light behind you. Congratulations, so cool. Gaijin. You felled the mighty beast. Got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That all I think that's that? all I can do, right? Okay. <laughs> Carlo. Actually, uh, no, either way, I would have missed. Okay, yeah, Carlo. And he's you? under 18, too. What is wrong with you? As he viciously mocks him again. My God. Wait, is he speaking to John Strong? He's just taking it like a bitch every fucking hit. The the creature, now confused about which one is okay for him to battle and which one is not, uh, (laughs) confusedly begins turning between the both of you. Carlo just sits there with his uh, arms crossed and just looking. You are just an affront to Her Majesty. I'd like you to know that. Is that it or do you have another... Oh, God. Oh, God. Psychic blades. Psychic blades. Now, that actually uh, does strike it quite uh, quite visibly. Uh, when you do mention that it's an affront to, to Her Majesty, 
its uh, tentacles begin to sag here and there. The entire body seems to start to sizzle into the ground, but it's still standing. You had three last time. You got one more? You, that, that's all you got in you? You got one more? He, he's just... <laughs> and he's just done. <laughs> Jean? You know, he's right. You are a front to nature as I slam backs on him again, rolling a total of 13. Okay. Excuse me, I was talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, slap, slam the axe down. Uh, but unfortunately, um, as it's sizzling away, it seems to like parts of it that uh, that you were aiming towards has already melted and it's kind of clanged against the ground. has not, not made solid connection. Oh man, I have to adjust as I pick up the axe and slam it down again. <laughs> adjust perfectly. This... Uh, Last cut goes directly through uh, what remains and um, cleaves it in two. The monster fades away to nothing, with an oily spot on the ground. Am I? Am I still swinging my sword frantically? Yes, you are. Sick. <laughs> Your eyes are still closed as well. Can Your I roll performance to see how good I'm doing this? Sure. I roll twenty three. Sure. <laughs> you believe it to be incredible. Sure. Uh, okay there are two doors uh, that leave out of this room there is uh numerous sets of furniture uh a um vanity mirror that sits there with a few different jewels and trinkets on the uh uh, like on the the desk before it the um on the, the on the vanity uh there there's a few different drawers of clothes and such and what you all can see is what appears to be something or somebody laying on the bed not moving. So is there any clear path to approach any of these things? Like, are is there black tiles be able to get to them yeah. or are they all white uh, tiles? That- white and black tiles are basically like a, like a kitchen or chessboard. They, they, you could be able to reach anywhere, basically. It's just, yeah. I uh, tell this to my compatriots. Stay on the black tiles. The white ones seem troublesome, which, uh, which I don't know. I- Best to just keep to what we know. Um, I'm going to approach the vanity mirror. Okay. Only stepping on black tiles. Carlo is going to approach the bed. Only stepping on black tiles. Okay, give me a perception check, both of you. Hooray, I rolled a 15. I rolled a 20. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Carlo, as you approach the, the bed, you do notice that the, uh, well, I it is a body. This is definitely a mummified body, uh, that lays there is actually the body of, um, King Talon. Um, just at this point, very much gaunt, mummified, decay, not decayed, but has been here for quite some time. And, um, John, when you look at the vanity mirror, you're able to see many different, uh, like there's a couple different jewels and such, a couple of gold coins here and there, and a ring from the, uh, and one of the signet rings from the king. Um, but looking in the mirror, you actually can see a young Prince Godwin, um, leaning over the bed, uh, looking down at his father. What? I'm going to double take and look back. He's not there. Is it, there's, nothing yeah, there, there's nothing there. But he appears in the mm-hmm. mirror. Carla, mm. careful of there. There seems to be a specter. Mm. A trap, perhaps. What's the specter look like? The young king. Is he single? Uh, I had not yet thought to ask. <sighs> See, this is exactly why I'm the brains of the operation. But um. <laughs> to tell you the truth, though, he does have a ring here. I think it might be best that we don't disturb them. I don't have the abilities to give them release in the spirit world. God. (laughs) 
I'm gonna keep an eye on the 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 specter in the in the mirror as I back off from the vanity mirror, stepping only black tiles. Okay. <laughs> good, uh, you, nothing really happens. Like, it like, almost appears like a it's like a scene frozen in time. He's just leaning over um, his father's bed. Mm. Yes, this seems this may be a, a resting place that got disturbed by whatever that was. Well, a creature of many tentacles. Yes, but these things are trials and tribulations for us. They're meant for us to be tested. And trust me, they are testing my patience. Even though we've, this is only the first room that we've really gotten into, to be completely honest, um, where there was a real trial. So, question is, why would they place this here? Why would they make this uh, a trial? To provoke one's curiosity, I imagine? Perhaps. To test one's greed as I gesture over the signet ring and the jewels. Good prince and good king, are you prisoners here? Please show us a sign that you can hear us. And if you are single, please put a ring on it. And he throws up his hand, with, you know, holding out his holding out his fingers. Yeah, nothing happens. You stand there for a moment with your hands in the air, and nothing changes. Well, maybe, even maybe, if, they, um, if they're. Uh, Clearly, there's no spirits here, and if there are if there are any spirits, then they're idiots for not taking me up on the offer. Maybe they only speak Japanese. <clears throat> Samima-sen, konnichiwa. Do they do they respond? Roll a um, roll a dexterity saving throw. Dexterity saving. <laughs> roll a sixteen. Okay, so one of the floor tiles malfunctions and electrocutes you. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I want to assume that every single time he goes into goes into these Japanese you know, rants, that he's actually saying like goblin words really horrifically. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to slap your sister with a slice of bologna. <laughs> uh, um, one damage. Are the it takes you one are damage? There any, are there any noticeable differences between the two doors? Uh, between the two doors, literally, there is nothing. They appear to be the same wooden door, except one has a one, the other has a two. So there is a significant difference. I mean, that's, uh, yeah, I guess so. That's a significant difference. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, can I perception uh, check on the doors to see if they're trapped? Oh my God. Yes, you can. I roll an eight. <laughs> You're relatively certain. I mean, like, you know, you're relatively certain that uh, these doors are exactly the same. Except for the one or the two. Okay. Yeah, no, they, they, they're the exact same, guys. 100%. Which, my fellows, we have an important decision to make. One or two? Carlo flips a coin. Heads, we go uh, as one. As most important decisions are chosen. Tails, we go two. Comes up heads. Which one was that again? <laughs> that one? Just one. Uh, let's go. I approach one, only stepping on black tiles, okay. mind you. And I, um, I, I, I touch the door. And I okay, there you go. It's like, it feels <laughs> like wood. Dexterity saving throw, you get a splinter. Um, oh, God, no. <laughs> the door opens, and on the other side appears to be a red carpet that leads off down yet another hallway. On either side of the walls is a mural that depicts wars that have been fought with the gods before the coming of the great crater, or the, the world scar. Huh. Mayhaps we can look down the other door, too. Let's say you. Gaijin? Yes. Actually, uh... Carlo looks Gaijin up and down. How is he faring for hit points? I'm no one take damage. I don't think yeah. anybody actually nope. got hurt. Yeah. Oh, well. 
Um, and you can mind. call me Guy for sure. No one, no one has to say my last name. Oh, we're saying your last name. Um, <laughs> Guy, um, you Gaijin, can call me Mister Jin. Can you go Jin-san. see the Guy Jin? Can you go check <laughs> that other door, please? There's okay. Go on. Okay. Okay. I. 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 Is it a push or a pull? Only one way to find <laughs> yes. out. I, I kind of do both. Like, I gauge it. I gauge <laughs> it. I figure it out. Don't want to look embarrassed. Yeah. Okay, so when you try pulling on the door, it it definitely doesn't appear to be giving anyway. So push the door. Pushing on. Oh, it opens. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> and um, as it like reaches past just about three inches open, there is a large click. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Wait, why are you celebrating this? I rolled twenty four. <laughs> oh, because I didn't choose the bad door. So um, three arrows come shooting through. Uh, two arrows come shooting through that door. <laughs> Uh, both of them, however, stick in the floor just, uh, between, just like between your feet. <sighs> I wish I caught them. You know what? I'm going to pick them up and pretend I caught them. <laughs> okay. Everyone watches as he leans over, plucks them out of the ground with some amount of minimal effort, and then holds them on front of his chest. <sighs> Dude, I feel so badass right now. It's almost as if you were meant to have been a monk. Ah, dude, I'm a samurai. <laughs> I thought you were oh, a ninja. Sorry. Down that hallway. I'm a samurai, dude. Uh, right. and ahead, ahead of him, you can actually see it opened up to like this small, like almost closeted area. There is um, four uh, crossbows that are all angled towards the door. Um, and on the like inside of it, there's, there's really nothing in that area, but like tapestry that kind of shows off um, the signal. Yeah, of the it's, yeah. it's literally just a trap closet. Yeah. There's probably nothing else in there. Let's just go through the other door then. Yeah. Let's, um, I take one step into the, the hallway. Okay. Take a second step. Okay. This is real role play right now. <laughs> I take a step with my left foot. Carlo pushes him holding my, my frame <laughs> forward. <laughs> oh, just pushes him forward. Okay, I come in. I work, Actually, no, he doesn't push him. Hole. He gooses him. How do you hey, goose hey, someone? Hey, the, Grab the butt. butt. <laughs> God, okay, fine, whatever. You take a few steps <laughs> into the room, and feeling. as you enter using your lantern and torch, uh, you can see that on the far end of the room appears to be just like this reflective mirror, as if it's almost one whole entire wall. Oh, I don't like that. I'm going to examine the mirror lengthwise, see if there's any change in the mirror from the wall it's across. You mean like you're trying to see like if the... The reflection. Oh, there's any change is in the different. reflection? No, it's like yeah. if you can imagine, like it is you, what you've just entered is like one room that has murals. The murals continue mm-hmm. on uh, past where the mirror is, but the mirror is just like a huge block on the wall. Like it's just it blocks off that hallway. So oh, it blocks it. There's a hard end here. Yeah, there's a hard end there. It's just a straight dead end on this mirror, and you can see like it mm-hmm. would look like the uh, murals would continue, uh, seeing as it doesn't display all the gods that you were at war with. I would like to look into the mirror to see if perhaps the the painting continues correctly inside. Give me a perception check. Hell yeah, I'll do that. I rolled a 21 total. Damn, I'm really Looking good. like you're kind of straining your eyes, but trying to look th- through the mirror. You can see the mirror almost kind of has like a... It's very reflective, but it, it doesn't look like it's completely solid. You can see the mirror continue on a bit further into it. As well as you could see with a couple of things that appear to be dotted or or stuck in space in the mirror on the other side, like further in. 
I'm going to take a couple steps back on there. Uh, Gaijin. Yes? You have a, quite a keen eye. Perhaps could you check this? Make sure there is no foul doings here. Okay. I have a little look. I do my anime glare, a little anime glance, and roll in another eight. Wow. Okay. Uh, you look yourself to be incredibly handsome in this mirror. Guys, I got news. What? I'm looking good. Oh, God. Can you see if you can push through the mirror? See if there's a hollow back to it. Okay. Mother, while he's fucking around, Carlo finally takes a look in, into the mirror or into the area to see if there's anything of interest. You do notice that... Uh, like, yeah, along the uh, Along the mural, what appears to be where all of the human not humans, but like people that are attacking the gods or at war with the gods, there are um, a couple of torches that are unlit that are a part of the mural. Uh, also, looking into the, uh, looking towards the mirror, you can notice that uh, those specks that you can see that are a bit further in there appear to have humanoid shape. So if I understood that correctly, because you kind of cut it, cut out there. Go ahead, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, so what I'm guessing is that uh, we need to paint torches. Probably light torches. Or light them, or paint little people, mm. or try and figure out, oh my god! For those of you that are listening, please let it be known that with my dying breath, I curse Gaijin. <laughs> wow. What did I have to do to you? you? Owe me ten gold. <laughs> if you survive. <laughs> I take out my axe. Mm-hmm. We're dead, aren't we? I'm... And I grab Gaijin by the collar and pull him back. Ah. You fool. It ain't no mirror, but... A cube. <laughs> this is where you put that sound effect in. Do do do. I attacked the cube. Are you serious? So yeah. it, what? A cube's just appeared out the mirror. No, that is the mirror. Oh, the mirror is a big cube. It's just solid, so it's, it consumes the entirety of the hallway. How did we not see it? Yeah, I could. I attacked the cube, but my great. I looked at it with my anime glance and everything. What your attack? I roll a twenty-four. Okay. Your axe sinks in towards the cube. Uh-huh. Give it a uh give me a uh a strength check. Give you a strength save. Strength check? Ah. And uh fifteen. You can immediately feel the cube trying to pull the axe out of your hand into itself and you kind of pull back. I'm mm-hmm. going to take a Friends. I'll take a step back. Friends. Yeah. Darlings. Lovelies. Beatles. I... My children. Um Spike, well, there was another. There was a door at the end of the hallway, right? Uh, well, yeah, you can you can see through the cube to see that there is another door on the other end of the hallway. All right, friends, I have a, uh, I have an idea. I'm listening. What be it? Now, if I'm thinking in the terms of mathematics and uh, volume and metrics and all that stuff, if we want this thing to get out of the way, we needed to want to come and get something. So perhaps we put a slightly more tasty morsel in its in its way so that it can just scooch on over just a bit. Do you agree? And if it can move. I'm certain that it could because it probably because it just tried to suck in your uh your thing. Your your axe that I suppose that, but that thing that you're supplementing your uh your masculinity with now. I just gained the sex. Quiet, you. Now, 
My suggestion <laughs> is uh, we take something that it may want to eat and put it within its reach, just enough to make it move out of the way. Is that something that might work, do you think? Because uh, if not, then I'm just going to use the alive. And I say it is alive. We could burn it. Though I don't know if that affects it, but living things can die, right? Everything dies, darling. Everything dies, except for me. Um, <laughs> let me try and think if I've ever heard of this sort of creature and what it does. Um, so what you're saying is nope, that's your I have never problem. heard of anything like this. In fact, I'm pretty certain that my idea is right. <laughs> Everybody listening, you just rolled a one on a survival check trying to see. <laughs> so, this is what I'm going to do. Give me your rope. I hand him the 50 foot of rope. Thank you. He disappears into the other room. That he does. And he comes back with holding onto the rope. And with and he hands it to uh to John Strong. I... Yank that really, really, really hard, please. Roll your strength, please. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna question it, I guess. Strength check. I rolled a thirteen. Okay. What I tied it to the I tied it to the corpse of the king. Okay. The corpse of the king comes uh comes uh shooting out of the other room, sizzling here and there as it skips across the white tiles and uh comes to a stop in front of the mirror. The Ooh, entirety it. of the cube begins to Move there, in its I'll direction it. and it opens up a passageway along its side. Quickly! Time to run. Run! run. <laughs> so all of you all begin also running through that. Y'all give me a perception check real quick. Perception? Dude, I've been yeah. rolling nothing but eight perception. Oh, 11. My perceptions are so good! I rolled a 20. I also rolled a 20. And a net. What? 20 for my, for my if I had had, had an advantage. <laughs> uh, oh, you rolled 20. Okay, cool. So, uh... Guy, you are very focused on getting to that door, so you just go out running forward. But uh, Carlo and John, both of you, as you look behind, uh, take a glance behind you, you can kind of see, like, this ghostly figure of the king walking away from his own body. And through the, um, through the different forms that are within the cube that begins floating towards the ground, you can see the ghostly form of Prince Edwin uh, walking towards the king before they seem to just evaporate. I don't like the look of that. They've been given peace. Now hurry up and run. I'm running. I'm running. There's nothing we can do about it now. Making it to the other door, um, you do find it locked. The uh, Gaijin. What? Gaijin. 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 Open the door. Do something. Can I? Can I pick it? Sure. Um, I got fast hands, which is bonus to sleight of hand with thief tools disarmed and open lock. Roll your sleight of hand. Roll a 10. Okay. You kind of, like, see him, like, taking his time. He cracks his knuckles for a moment. He gets down there. He searches for his pockets real quick. He pulls out his spectacles and puts them on and then adjusts them so they're just perfectly on his nose before he goes to his thieves' tools. The what longer the he takes, the more my axe One? gets raised. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. And then uh, he unlocks the door. Oh, <laughs> it was either I was going to open the door or kill Gaijin. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> well, because then we can kick his body off to the side, and then Carlo can attempt sh- to open it. <laughs> Shove them both in and bodily move us in. Uh, Carlo squawks. Squawks? Yeah, squawks. squawks. Ah, what? This room appears to be impossibly <laughs> tall. The walls 
are either painted black or somehow um, coated black in a way that you can't tell. The only things that are clearly visible here is a large chest, large, um, ornate gold and jewels across the sides of it. If anything, it's about four feet long and far as you can tell, about two and a half feet deep. And beyond it is a massive door, a golden door. That's a trap. What? I'm just saying, that's a trap out loud, as John. Do you want me to check the door? I'll I'll have a look. I'm really good at looking. Carlo is perceiving the chest. Okay. The chest is huge. This is your natural environment. To lift the top of the chest appears to be that it would be incredibly heavy, large and heavy to be able to lift off of there. Um, There is a large keyhole that's on the front of it, um, but as far as you can tell, it doesn't appear to actually be locked. Looking at the door, I'll just let you know about yeah, this. Yeah. Matt. Yeah. You're in your roll perception. I rolled a five. <laughs> Looking at the door, it could be gold. Um, and it has no handle on it to be open. Uh-huh. They're like large double doors that seem to come together towards the center. Uh, and there is one keyhole you can see in the mouth of a golden dragon. Keyhole. Keyhole. Keyhole, so keyhole, to... keyhole. Wait, can I pick that lock? Sure. I'm going to go try to pick that lock. Okay. Wish me luck, boys. As you walk over to it, you're looking at your thieves' tools, like used to pick normal locks, and you're looking at the inside of this lock. Uh, Like the keyhole itself looks to be almost large enough for uh, your fist to fit through. Possibly Carlo's fist could be able to fit, but it doesn't look like your thieves' tools would be much use here. Can I use, like, my dagger? Sure. Can Can I sleight of hand it? Sure. With disadvantage. Disadvantage? Yes. Okay, guys, I've been rolling nothing but straight below tens. Don't forget that you have bardic <laughs> inspiration, you piece of shit. <laughs> that is Carlos. Sp- that only lasts, by the way. It lasts ten minutes. How long? Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. Um, what does that mean? You can add a D4? Uh, D4? Uh, you can add a... D6 Depends what level. You can add a D8. Yeah. A D8? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Right. And you can add, decide to add it after. Wow. Hmm. So I rolled you, uh, as and you're you messing with it, the uh, dagger snaps off from as much Dose. of the uh, damage that had already been done to it when it was stuck into the ground. Man, I like that dagger. Carlo just makes a whiny noise and goes over. <laughs> Move! Um, I'm going to just start filling, fill, filling the black walls to see if there's there truly is nothing to them. Nothing that you can be able to feel. Uh... You're not able to pick the lock, however, you do get the piece of the dagger out. That was okay. Let's let us try this again, since your dagger was in the way. Now, tell me, my ass looks good while I do this. I'm waiting. <laughs> looks good while I do this. Damn it! <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, you're not able to pick the lock. Even like feeling around inside from any kind of oh god, for any times you've tried anything like this before, you're not even too sure what the mechanisms are that you're feeling. Mm. Yeah, this is unpickable. If I can't pick Feels it, no like one can. Mrs. Dorotree on Sunday afternoon after too much wine. Okay, let's check oh out the let's check out the chest. And then he turns and stares at John Strong for a bit, then goes over to the treasure what? chest. Oh, <laughs> don't! <laughs> I put my arms across my chest like don't objectify me. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, I'm assuming that fails too. What what are you trying to do? 
He was trying to pick the lock on the chest, even though he's not sure that it's locked. He just tries to pick the lock on it. So you put your, your finger into the uh, the lock and you're not actually even feeling a lock. It almost feels like this is hollowed. Like it's not, this is, this is almost like for show. Takes his hand out of the lock, goes over to John, John Strong, holds out his hand, hey. snaps his fingers towards the, towards the, uh, the torch. I give him the torch. He goes over, he hands the torch to Gaijin. Hello. <laughs> Please stick that into the hole over there. And I'm certain that no one has ever said that to you before. <laughs> I'm glad that you're giving pleasure. you a pleasure. <laughs> he says as he licks his lips. <laughs> oh, I, go over to, I go over to the chest and insert the torch into the torch hole, the, the chest hole. What's happening? <laughs> I don't know. He, Carlo is trying to see if it's a damn mimic answer. or not. No, no, it's not. Nothing, nothing happens. I enthusiastically right, put it in the hole. Stop, please. I'm going to come to the side of the chest and be like, what is happening? I was trying to test if it was a monstrosity that turns, that, that might happen to take uh, the form of something else. Or if it happens to be a um, trapped at all. But the looks of it, not really. Gaijin, go ahead and open it. You've earned it. Okay. Is it unlocked or do I need to pick it? Or just athletics. I'm going to take a step back so I don't get hit by whatever it's going on. Carlo hides behind John Strong. Do I need to pick the lock? No. No, oh. Carlo tried picking it. Obviously, it's not locked. I'll just, I'll just open it. Yeah. You have to roll strength. Athletics. Strength? Strength? Strength. That's athletics, right? Yes. Don't forget you have bardic inspiration. I rolled 17. All right. Everyone watches as his muscles ripple. And his uh, the veins as his neck neck bulges as he lifts up this massive uh, this this massive lid and flings it open. Inside, the uh, a crossbow with a uh, an arrow on it aims straight up. This arrow kind of lets off almost a frosty wisp and fires straight up to the top of the uh, to the um, towards the ceiling. I'm gonna equip my shield and put it above. Carlo just Carlo's eyes just trace it up as it goes up. <laughs> it sticks into something up there, and then one yellow eye opens. Budge! I see it, lad. Uh, I, I just kind of oh, hunch underneath the shield. Let's say what? I just want to hunch underneath Jen's shield or John's shield. <laughs> it's a small shield, man. I huddle real close, dog. <laughs> I feel the grease of my face rubbing against you. Oh, fuck. fuck me. No, really, just do it now so that I can say I had one last go before before we get die. Floating down from the uh, floating down from the top, you see this orb that has these massive tentacles that seem to move around it on different stalks. At the end of each one, a bulging eye opens and in the center of its mass an even larger eye comes blinking back and forth as it moves its way down uh from the ceiling it seems to float in like this magical ability the the um, arrow itself sticking out of uh, the side of it is is still embedded until one of those stalks seems to stare at it hard and it turns into this dust that moves off to its side um can i say i was camouflaged by using my shield in this dark room no, well, for initiative. Yeah. <laughs> Carlo immediately and shouts, I, I challenge you to a staring contest. I rolled a 15. Hang on, do, do you actually do that? Yeah. Do, do, roll your persuasion for me. 
You roll the 16. It moves over in your direction. Your psychic voice in your mind, and it says, You challenge me? And on that me, all of the eye stalks turn in your direction, and all the eyes stare hard, but you don't feel any kind of psychic or magical attack coming from them. I do. I challenge you to an eye for an eye contest. Which, what, what do your eyes, what do your eyes do? And then I'll pick one, which eye I will stare at. Oh, that's how you want to. Because they are very pretty eyes. There are six. There are six eyes, not including the one in the middle. And uh, in your mind, you kind of hear a, (laughs) pick your eye and see. Do all the eyes look exactly the same? Yes, they do. All of them. Well, I mean, like, they all have very different, various shades of a very, like, pretty, like, sky blue, except for the central eye that's purple. Hmm. But how can I make an educated decision if I don't have some idea of what they do? You educated. What's that? You educated. (laughs) Got him. Fine, fine. I pick that one. And he picks one at random. Okay, cool. I am also going to pick one at random. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, no. Ooh, okay. Um, oh. Good. The there you go. Um, Perfect. Constitution saving throw. Let's see who blinks first. You guys seriously Come doing on, a staring Fargo. contest? Can I do something while they're doing this? How long did that little, uh, little tip for tat go? What? what? How long did that little, like, that little quick conversation go just now? Maybe a minute, maybe two? Thank you. Perfect. That's all I needed. I use words of terror. As the conversation ends, the target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw against my spell DC or be frightened of me. (gasps) Your spell save DC is? Is 14. Oh, (gasps) he rolled a 12. Okay. So as the eyes all kind of focus in a direction... Uh, for the staring contest, they immediately kind of see them squint. At least give me a constitution saving throw. Let me see how you're going to do on the on the blink, if you blink or not. You get a... Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I rolled a 16 Damn, against Carly, its 15. It pulls back. It pulls back further. Now, it I blinks. don't want to hurt you because you're so pretty. But we just want to get through. And you know, you probably want to go back up there and deal with things, and there is plenty of food over in the other room where the gelatinous monstrosity is that's eating the jerky, and you can fight the jerky, fight it for the jerky. Now, if you could just let us through that door over there, and he points at the the gold door, I will leave you alone, and you can be pretty and wonderful all on your lonesome over here. What do you say to that? He kind of like floats back and forth between the two of them. Give me a persuasion check, please. Uh, he floats back and forth, kind of like back towards the center of the room, unsure about where he should be going. He did win the What he should be doing. You, you deserve the wish. You. And uh, with that, he kind of makes his way into the central um, chest and it, things closed. He enters the chest? He the chest and the chest snapped closed. Huh. Is the door open? No. Alright, I'm gonna head over to the chest. I'm gonna check underneath it. You're trying to lift it. You're gonna lift the chest and look underneath it? Mm-hmm. Sure. Or at least slide it over. Yeah. So you just yeah, yeah, just give me athletics. Make sure you this is a heavy ass thing, you know. This is this is big, this is gold. 
Roll a total of 14. You kind of get it like an inch or so off the ground, but it doesn't look like there's anything underneath it. Mm. So, curious. It, uh, open the chest. Is that wise? Yes. I want to like, give a quick look upwards to see if there's anything it's, else It's up there. just completely, like, the walls are all painted black, colored black, and it just leads up to what looked to be black before it's still black. Carlo looks up yeah, to space left over. dark vision. Yeah, you, you don't, it's just black on black. It's just black on, okay. it's just black on black, which is in this season anyway, so ah. just open the box. Gaijin, you were the one that opened it before. Okay. Oh, for the love of, Carlo opens the box. <laughs> okay, give me a strength check, Carlo. <laughs> Athletics. <laughs> All right. hamstring. So you, yeah, I was gonna say, you know that thing whenever you like you you feel like you shouldn't have picked up something that you just tried to pick up that was super heavy? You feel like My that <laughs> ah, ooh, ooh. You like need to sit down for a second to make sure it gets back. <laughs> he goes over and just stretches for a while. <laughs> As I was saying. I just uh yeah, I'll just I'll just give it the old Lifty tooty with my nineteen roll. Yeah. Okay. You easily toss the top the uh, chest the lid of the chest off once again. When you peer inside, there's a single golden key about the size of your forearm. Alright. I'll uh can I I'll just use it to unlock the door then while he's stretching. Okay. So you grab the key? Yeah. Take the key, walk over to the uh the open lock and <sighs> It fits in perfectly. All of the doors seem to glow with that same um, that same light that you had felt earlier when the king had uh, made your gifts appear, had made the monster appear, and the doors um, disintegrate into this glowing golden dust. And beyond it are piles of gold. This next room is filled with gold upon gold, treasures more than you guys have ever seen, and in the center of it is a single wishing well. I just turn back to everyone and go, yo, boys, I did it. Yes, yes, you're very, uh, you're very um, amazing. Now let's go and make our wish. Carlo flips his two-sided coin to himself. Yeah? Wait a minute. Oh, two-sided. I was going to say, if they're both heads, like, trick me. <laughs> they, they are both heads. <laughs> really? Are they? Yes. Trick me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all into the room. Okay, you all go into the room. As you uh, look into the uh, wishing well, you hear a voice. All of you hear the exact same voice um, telling you to please think there is only power for one wish. I know exactly what to wish for. So do I. I'm going to stop Aijin and I'm going to stop Carlo. What is it you guys came here for? Carlo looks over and just smiles really wide. Gaijin first. Only I, one wish. I... Want to wish that I can date my 2D waifu? John Strong, what is your wish? What? What is your wish? 2D 2D waifu, dude. There's two. No, there's two, not, two against no one. No I need to, to be able to date my. They they have my 2D waifu needs rights. Okay. I came here specifically for the challenge. I came here to promote my village. I came here to show honor to my family, show them that we can do it. And we did. Look at us. I, I, I turn around away from the wishing well and look up and gesture as if I'm talking to a crowd. You, uh, You've done it. You, you can't see or hear anyone, obviously, but you, you can feel it, that, that your message is yeah. going through. 
Yes, done it, boys. He did. And that flows into what I want to wish for. Based off what you said, that sounds like you don't have a wish that you want to make. And Gaijin's wish is stupid. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Let's not. Like, we're not. We're not ruling Marlin out. Just he yet. creates. Uh, Carlo uses uh, uses silent image to create his two D waifu. No, I want the real thing. She is a real thing, right there, like standing her. right there. Look at her. She's giving you kissy faces, and she's doing this whole weird face where her eyes are rolling back, and she's got this weird drool thing going on as her mouth. Jesus now, Christ! What I want to wish for, darlings, sweeties, honey bunches. I want to wish for the gauntlet to be no more. Aye. But then how are we going to get more wishes? We've made, we've done the challenge. We won. We are the champions. The ones who did all of this. And we wish it away. And no one can take that title from us ever. Inside check. Is he lying? What do you mean? Is he lying? Is that, is that really what your wish is? That really is what he's wishing, what he wants to wish for. <laughs> wow. I totally thought he was going to double cross me. I, uh, to be fair, I assumed that Barnabas was going to take the evil route, but go ahead. <laughs> I thought he was going to agree with the 2D waifu thing. I don't know where I'm. I, I was, I'm a bit <laughs> off, guys. God. It's, why is every campaign you play you? Have you even looked at what Carl's alignment is? Well, how would I know that? No, I'm I mean Spike. Uh, no, uh, I, I uh, haven't. I was not going to. Uh, Look, we I just assume now. every character you play yeah. is evil. Oh, that's basically evil. Yeah. I read For the it. record, everybody that everybody from the beginning of this campaign, I have not changed this his alignment since we, since I made the character last night. His alignment is fabulous, <laughs> <laughs> and this is this sort of thing really actually has up his up his alley to get rid of the gauntlet and be the only person that ever that be the only part of the only people that ever won and can never be removed from that from that standing point is major to would be major major to him and also he, he also picked up on the fact that there's something nefarious going on and he doesn't like it okay funny, yeah same. funny funny here's what i'm thinking right persuasion check off who can persuade their wish the hardest john strong can you drown him in the water no, dude, I want to, I want to, right, we got to, pers- right, basically we're looking for the third vote, right, we've both got to persuade John with a persuasion check. So you guys are going to talk this out. He cast Tasha's hideous laughter on Gaijin. Can you wisdom save? Oh! save? Wait, wisdom save? Yes. Yes, you have to wisdom save. Yeah. And he revokes his bardic inspiration. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So we're uneven, I don't, I don't need your... Your dumb advantage, you, whatever judge, it was. You fall over in a fit of laugh. How long does this last? Yeah. A minute. Tasha's. That'd be Tasha's 10 rounds. I'm not sure if that's actually 10 minutes would be, or a minute would be it lasts, long. Uh, it lasts for one minute. Oh, wow, it does. So you fall over yeah, into a you. pit of laughter, guy. You're unable to uh, you're unable to speak, and honestly, it's become almost painful to breathe. I'm going to make the wish. Get rid of this gauntlet and escort us out safely. Is that truly what you wish for? Aye. There needs to be new challenges in the world. With a bright flash of light, you all find yourselves in the arena once again. The stairway that had opened underneath the, uh, that, that had opened towards the gauntlet disappears in that same glowing dust, and the king himself, as you stare up towards him, he looks on with wide eyes. He stands and raises his hands, and he too fades away into a glowing dust. 
Everyone in the arena around you is silent. No one cheers, but also no one mourns and no one cries. You've all brought about a new era in your world, for better or for worse, without the magic from the world scar, but without the tyranny from the king. I hold up one fist. The cheer erupts uh, wonderfully from the crowd. I'm wheezing on the floor in laughter. <laughs> the cheer erupts from your from your, <laughs> the people I your uncontrollably region. piss myself. <laughs> As Carlo, Carlo, like, uh, Carlo, Carlo, from your perspective, you. I'm sorry. From your perspective, you could see everyone around you in 360 degrees, chanting and uh, cheering for their champions. Carlo takes off his hat. He does a very, very flourished bow. And as he does so, he whispers one wish into the hat that no one else can hear. Oh, no. <laughs> you can mention it? Are you just going to... That's the cliffing. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Dungeon Runners podcast, no. everybody. And then afterwards, this... after he, wh- after he whis- whispers that last wish, or that, that first wish, he whispers one more Where are, out loud. Are you sending this somewhere? What are you doing? <laughs> And he wishes for Gaijin to have his 2D waifu. Oh, okay, sweet. From it, you get a Nintendo DS with that dating game in it. (laughs) 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 What a happy ending. Thanks for listening to the Dungeon Runners podcast, everybody. This has been Dungeons and Dragons playing through the gauntlet, the one-shot campaign. Uh, And uh, Barnabas Deimos is playing as Carlo. Yeah, uh, Matt playing as Guy and uh, <laughs> Jen playing as John Strong, and then Mr. Pasta as uh, as the DM for tonight. Jen, tell tell us Ooh. about more about the Dungeon Runners podcast. Hey, everybody! Thanks for watching the Dungeon Runners podcast. You can check us out every Monday if we upload on time. <laughs> 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 um, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube. Be sure to email us at dungeonrunners with an S podcast at gmail.com. That's dungeonrunners podcast at gmail.com. Tell us if you want to see more of this type of content because we are quite willing to provide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was the goblet. Gauntlet. Goblet. Gauntlet. Goblet. The goblet. The guy. Goblet. I'm miss Gaijin. That was the goblin. I promise next time I'll make it a more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, you, you kept I, us well. on track pretty well. I liked that. So. Yeah, you're like the, you the straight man in this uh, in this thing. Carlo yeah. was not the straight man. Usually, I play a skeleton. Not everybody. Well, hey, you know what? Next episode, <laughs> we discussed what happened. <laughs> Bye. Good night, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.